Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, yeah. Happy Tuesday, everybody. My name is Carlos Ortiz. That's Carlos with a K. Filling in for Mark Ryan, who is on holiday. You're listening to Offsides with Diesel. And Carlos with a K here on the Fan Upstate. Appreciate you checking in with us. If you're just joining the show, we'll recap everything that we spoke about the first two hours. As well as uh, get to the staple very soon when it is the five at five. Five best stories that yours truly has curated for you. Uh, but before we do that, uh, we were talking about in the last uh, segment here. If you could pick one athlete to have dinner with, male or female, who would that person be? Uh, texters have jumped, chimed in with their some of their responses. Keep it coming on the carpro.com text line, 71307, keyword fan, followed by your message. Texter writes in, uh, Charles Woodson, he is cool. Another texter writes in, huge Yankees fan, so Derek Jeter. That was courtesy of Tiger Pal Rachel. Uh, good answers there. I mean, I hear great things about Jeter. I mean, you might get a gift, bag, gift basket in the morning, depending on how that dinner went. Uh, texter writes in, now I said one person just give me one now i'm gonna give you the courtesy of reading this text but you should have been disqualified texture writes in tiger woods or alicia lehman now i think we know what the proper answer in that <laughs> one is supposed to be i went with Paige sporanic again i think she would be the only person to make me care about golf diesel who did you go with i went with uh tampa tom brady that is so boring because you're just going to have avocado toast. And for dessert, you'll have avocado ice cream. Enjoy your TB12. Well, Tiger's just going to stare at you blankly with a scowl on his face. He's not a happy guy. Unless he's wearing red, then you know he's scoring at night. Uh, let- <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh at my own joke. 844 fan phone. Man, I think that deserves a penalty flag. We do this on the show here. That You laugh at your own joke and you get. Oh, that was good. Oh, no, that's a penalty. He wasn't playing the ball. So what, I got to sit in the box now? Like, how does yeah. that work? I got to do a show here. <laughs> Let's get to, without any further ado, again, keep those messages coming. And like, that was a good joke. Come on, man. You know, I'm patting myself on the back here. Let's get to our top five at five. And now, the top five at five. And five, four, three, two, one. DJ Diesel, if you don't mind, hit it. I will not give Clemson any credit. Five. 
haters why you want to stop my flow they don't want to see clemson get dough all right number five here speaking of clemson perfect segue linebacker jeremiah trotter jr decides to enter the nfl draft does his name sound familiar well it should he made big plays the last couple of weeks to get the pick six uh i i believe um but more importantly his daddy played football for the eagles e-l-g-l-e-s eagles so uh i hope he doesn't go to philadelphia man he is damn good uh but trotter is going to jump ship leaving clemson he is declared for the nfl draft uh, Diesel, if you were a GM, how do you look at Trotter Jr.'s prospects? Like, where where could you see him uh, going out, whether it's a day one, day two selection? Uh, I think he's a little bit of a reach as a day one guy. He's, he's a very, very good day two guy. I, I don't think there's any doubt whatsoever that he goes uh, in round one or two. I don't see him falling to the third round. That's a, that's a ridiculous thing. Um Look, he's he's gonna be, I think, a, a good depth guy for a lot of teams in this league. Yeah, uh, listen, if you care about Mel Kiper's positional rankings, he's the number two off-ball linebacker. So there's that in 12 games this season. Uh, Trotter's had 88 tackles, 15 of them for losses, five and a half sacks, two forced fumbles, and an interception. Which I should be more confident when I speak because I was right. It was the pick six over Notre Dame for that 31-23 victory, which capped, uh, helped cap the Tigers' uh, uh, season on a four-game winning streak. Now we await which bowl game they're going to play in. Uh, but I, I, I agree with Diesel. I think he's going to be more of a round two guy. Um, but that's still damn good because, again, there's only 32 teams in the NFL, so that's 32 selections. Not everybody can be a first-rounder. That's why some of these quarterbacks are going to drop. Uh, but I can find himself. I can fi- see him landing in a very good team. I just really hope for my own sanity, it's not going to be Philadelphia because I cannot watch another father-son combo play for the same team like Asante Samuel or you know somebody like that. No, 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 no. no. Let's just anybody but the Eagles. All right. Let's get to number four. Four. This Jim Harbaugh stuff will not go away. The suspension's over, yet he keeps talking. And I talked about this uh, last week with you all. Who was the actor that, uh, that you would choose for Jim Harbaugh to uh, to be betrayed by uh, in the inevitable Jim Harbaugh biopic? Uh, we had some interesting answers. A lot of people went for Jim Carrey. I picked John Hamm. Uh, the answers, you know, there was there's too many of them to list. Um, but I will say this: the guy, whoever plays him, is just got to be an odd duck because. Harbaugh just seems to just say things for the sake of saying them. Now, um, I think we had some audio here. Uh, matter of fact, yeah, we did. Diesel, I found a man to put you on the spot. The reason why I want to talk about Jim Harbaugh here is because we'll th- I want you to listen to this. He says a lot of the Michigan-Ohio State hatred, it's something that's just made up. A lot of that seems very, very built up from outside of the two programs. I'm not gonna go as far as to say contrived, uh, but I mean, it is hyped up. I mean, hyped up to uh, the ends of, to no, to no ends. You sure about that? Are you sure about that, Jim? I'm pretty sure that Wolverines and Buckeye fans really, really hate each other. They don't need the media's help to, you know, to big that up. 
We need so, to tally up the number of brawls on the field between those two teams. That's that's what I really want to know. I need somebody with some uh, some quick math skills who could do that. I, I wonder which rivalry has has drawn the most unsportsmanlike conduct fouls over the past 25 years. Uh, I will take a wager and say uh, uh, it's not Syracuse and Kentucky. <laughs> it's not... Oregon State and Washington. I'm going to say Michigan and Ohio State. How far off am I, Diesel? Am I, am I, I think top right three would be oh, okay. would be Florida, Florida State, would be Clemson and South Carolina because those, those two teams, the players on the field are constantly throwing hands at each other. And then Ohio State, Michigan. I, I believe those are probably the top three. Yeah, you don't need the media's help in order to manufacture it. Listen, you, I don't care what the stakes are. You put those two teams in there in a game, I'm watching. Uh, but, you know, Ohio State, you had your chance. Now Michigan is going to go in undefeated into the Final Four. Most likely, uh, I can't see a world where Alabama or Oregon or somebody would have lost jumps in. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Florida State gets hosed, but yeah, I, 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 I we'll see. Uh, but yeah, so Jim Harbaugh, you know, we'll still keep talking, but at least we don't have to hear from him for a, hopefully a couple of weeks. Numbers three, please. Three. Nick Sirianni. Why am I talking about Nick Sirianni, Philadelphia Eagles head coach? Diesel, I know I, I'm misspelling it here, but I'm doing it on purpose. Did you see the video of the Eagles fan who was like, chanting the eagles the obnoxious eagles chant but she didn't know how to spell eagles that's why it came out e-l-g-l-e-s am i gonna see that on drunk people doing things on instagram uh i don't know if she was drunk but again it was funny her boyfriend or her husband like completely did not blink he's just like i'm gonna let her rock i know she's wrong but e-l-g-l-e-s eagles that's how i uh, i call him the eagles because i hate him but uh it was the funniest thing she was so confident that it was wrong but, you know, so confident that everybody just didn't skip a beat. But here's the tie-in to why, you know, anybody here in the upstate may or may not care. Nick Sirianni was mentored by your former head coach, Frank Reich. Frank Reich, who is now on the unemployment line. David Tapper, we'll get to him very, very soon, I promise. Uh, decided to make the move after a 1-10 start. Kicked him to the curb. Now Nick Sirianni says he hasn't thought about adding Frank Reich to the Eagles staff. Very strange. Diesel, if he didn't give it any thought, why is he talking about it? It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, but, you know, there may be a soft landing spot for Frank Reich on Nick Sirianni's staff. Obviously, you know, I obviously I don't think he's going to be like offensive coordinator, but, you know, some offensive assistant, uh, special advisor to the head coach, something of that nature. Uh, but I guess good for Frank Reich could possibly landing on his feet. Whatever. If he does join, I hope they lose. As a Giants fan, can't watch the Eagles be good. But unfortunately, uh, probably going to see them in the Super Bowl again. Uh, Diesel, it's pretty much the Eagles and everybody else, right? Yeah, I mean, here? yeah, I look, I haven't paid a whole lot of attention to any AFC football this year. Um it's been it's been more difficult to follow the NFL when the team you cover is just god awful. Thank uh, in this sense, I want to say thank you to David Tepper for giving me something to talk about on the show this week, the Carolina Kickoff Show. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'll. I'll, I'll be tuned in for that. I hear you teeing off on it. Uh, by the way, for all of you who do care, Eagles and 49ers Week 13. That's a game I'll watch. Go 49ers. Let's get to the next story, please. Two. Now here's another interesting little wrinkle that uh, locally we care about. Uh, Julius Peppers. Remember him, Diesel? You might have heard of that guy. He was named as a semifinalist to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So Julius Peppers has the opportunity to be enshrined in Canton. So I thought that that was something uh, you know very cool because while those Panthers teams obviously didn't have great success and to get into the Super Bowl or getting into the playoffs uh, often or not, Julius Peppers, dude, that name rang fear uh, for for quarterbacks and opposing offenses, man. He could he could wreck a game. In fact, Diesel, that was one of the rare jerseys that I own because I typically do not buy anything outside of my own team's allegiance. I had a Julius Peppers Panthers jersey. That tells you how good this dude was. But he wasn't alone. Uh, Julius Peppers, Antonio Gates, they were chosen together as semi-finalists. Uh, they're in their first year of eligibility. Uh, here are a couple of names that advanced. Uh, co-worker of mine, Tiki Barber, a running back from the Giants, uh, was made it through to the next stage. Jared Allen, Dwight Feeney, Devin Hester, Andre Johnson, Torrey Holt, remember those uh, greatest show on turf uh, teams, Patrick Willis, speaking of the 49ers, Willie Anderson, and Darren Woodson are some of the names hoping to get in. Now, there's a couple of names here, Diesel. Um, congratulations for to them for them to get this far on the ballot, but these are guys that I don't think they're going to get in. Like, Fred Taylor, really, really good running back. Like, put up really impressive numbers uh, in Jacksonville, and I think he had a stint with Buffalo, but never once did I look at Fred Taylor and be like, yeah, that's a Hall of Famer. Uh, same thing with Steve Smith Sr. I know he's beloved down here at Upstate, but Steve Smith never looked at him at one point, and I'm like, yeah, that's a Hall of Famer. Gritty scrappy dude make tough contested uh, catches especially with his height um, but I never thought he was like somebody that I would you know wake up thinking that I'm going to go see in Canton and buy a, a ticket to go watch his enshrinement I don't think it's going to happen Reggie Wayne another guy that's just pretty good but this is in the hall of pretty good it's a hall of fame so you know congrats for getting this far but those are guys I don't think are going to make it but uh, Julius Peppers I think does have a real shot so uh, hopefully uh, he'll be able to get in, and we will con- we will see how far the Hall of Fame decides uh, to take him. And let's get to our number one story today. One. Number one story, Diesel. David Tepper's a clown. Yep. David Tepper does not know what the hell he's doing. And I don't take issue with the fact that he got rid of Frank Reich. I really don't. Because one in ten, yeah, certainly it isn't good enough. But this team was poorly constructed. And this isn't the first time you've shown, quote-unquote, patience when it comes to a head coach. You went on one end of the spectrum, and you got the hot name in coaching from college. Like, this is going to be our guy. You went for Matt Rule. That wound up being a disaster. You're still paying that salary. So let's go to the NFL retread ride. This guy just got canned from Indianapolis, but you know what? I think he has something in the tank. He could bring some stability over to the organization. Doesn't even make it out the first season again. Five out of the no, – sorry. This is going to be your sixth head coach hire. 
five out of six head coaches have been canned by you after taking over the job. Ron Rivera was the incumbent. You decided to make a change there. Fine. I don't, you know, I, I'm okay with that. You want to make your stamp and put your own impression on this team. The unfortunate issue is the impression that you're putting is ineptitude. Your wife should not be working in the scouting department. Nicole Tepper should not be looking at offensive lineman drills. So, David Tepper, he stood by his decision to pick Bryce Young. Uh, he spoke at length in a press conference. We played some of that audio earlier in the show. Uh, but basically, he says, I do have patience. Uh, I don't think I need to rethink my strategies. I'm looking for someone to be the next coach for the uh, for 20 to 30 to 40 years. It's not going to happen. You're right on one thing. Someone will take this job because there's only 32 of them. But until David Tepper can get out of his own way and let his general manage, manage, let him find a coach, let the coach coach, let the players play, get you and the missus off the field, go into the owner's suite. I'm sure they're nice. You got a lot of money. Take some shrimp cocktails. Get out of the football business because you don't know what you're doing. You're a clown. And that's your top five at five. 844-FAN-PHONE, 844-326-3663 is the number to get to us. Of course, the carpro.com text line is open for you, 71307, keyword fan, followed by your message. When we get back, what's the one college football change you'd make if you had a magic wand or you could clap your hands and everything follows around your word. What's the change that you make? Diesel has his. I have mine. We'll hear from yours when we get back. It's Diesel. It's Carlos with a K on Offsides on the Fan Up State. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, judging by some of these texts, you may not be welcoming me. But thanks for listening. At least I'm getting a reaction, which is good news. 844-FAN-PHONE, 844-326-3663 is the line to get to us. The carpro.com text line, 71307, keyword fan, followed by your message to get to yours truly. Carlos Ortiz, that's Carlos with a K. Let's get through some of these texts. Uh, I also uh, want to make uh, some time here about the one college football change that you'd make if you had a magic wand. Uh, Diesel. Uh, alluded to his earlier, but I'll give the floor back to him because I thought it was a very good point uh, that he made with uh, Jake J. Boy Crane earlier in our 4 o'clock hour. Uh, you can check that interview out on the Odyssey app. It would be podcasted after the show as well, so you don't miss, you don't miss a thing here. Uh, but Texter writes, 
I would get rid of one foot in as a catch as his one thing to make the college football game better. Diesel, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, I think we need to have um, we need to have universal rules with the NFL and college football. I I want to um, I, I, I want to um, <clears throat> I, I want to have the same rule for what's a catch in college versus what's a catch in pro. There's no reason to say, oh, well, you're professionals now. Now you should be able to do the same thing, but just a smidge harder. Like why? Make yeah. the rule the rule. One foot or two feet. Whatever you want to make the rule, make that the rule. And we also need to uh, we need to change the rules of pass interference because I there's we need no to change it in the pro level. Yeah, at the pro level, there's no yes. yeah the pro level. Uh, a spot foul yards. is way 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 too way much. way too much, especially when the the biggest foul that a that a um, a defense or excuse me that an offense could get is 15 yard penalty. Why can the defense get a 25, 30, 40, 50 yard penalty? It is it's ridiculous. It needs to be universal regardless. Yeah, and the way that the refs have been calling games lately, piss poor of officiating. Uh I don't want to put the I don't want to put the game in the hands of referees that are missing yeah. horse collar. And, and did you did you see that horse collar tackle that wasn't called? No, the I didn't. First play in the Iron Bowl? No, I didn't. Oh man, I, I forget the player's name, but uh it was Alabama Auburn, obviously, for the Iron Bowl. It's a kickoff and the the kid's helmet is pulled at the face, Mac. His head makes a complete, a complete 180 in one direction. The referees, first of all, not only do they not call the the face mask or horse collar tackle, whatever you want to call it, it was, it was a clear face mask. Not only do they not call it, they call illegal block in the back against the receiving team. The officiating on the pro and college level has been horrendous this season. Yeah. We got to have full-time referees where, like, that's your only job. I don't want to see lawyers coming in uh, once a week and making calls. Like, this needs to be your thing. It needs to be a referee school. There needs to be report cards that are transparent that we can see. Like, you know, like the NBA tried this a couple years ago with its referees where they were doing these transparent post-game two-minute reports that led to nothing, but at least you knew the NBA was grading these refs. We have no accountability with NFL or college football refs. It's absolutely ridiculous, the calls and the no calls that have been happening this season. In fact, Justin Herbert on Sunday Night Football, clearly out of bounds. He gets rocked, no flag whatsoever. But Dorian Robinson-Thompson, he gets hit in the the chest, square with a shoulder pad. And so I could not make a better tackle if you're the defender. Clean hit, it was hard, but a clean hit, and that was roughing the passer. That These guys are completely, completely dropping the ball, pardon the pun, in terms of what's a bad call and what's a good call. Yeah, there's the refs no, got to go to school. There's, there's no reason why uh, certain calls should be unreviewable. That's a ridiculous thing. Why are, not, why are all calls not reviewable? That's a ridiculous rule in in football. I feel like we do a lot of things in football because we like the subjectivity of it. We love to be able to argue over those things. Why do we not have some sort of a sensor right down the goal line with sensors in the ball that we know without a, beyond a shadow of a doubt if that ball crossed the goal line? Mm-hmm. Why do we not? Then all we got to do is figure out where was the ball when the knee went down. Why, why do we have this level of subjectivity? Like you dive into a pile of, of people and you can't see the ball anymore. But we know down to the millisecond when the ball crosses the goal line, if we had a sensor on the goal line, to know 
if the ball crossed the goal line. Now we just need to see where was his knee when the red light went off. Why do we not have that? And and back to the subject of of the offensive PI or excuse me PI in the NFL being far 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 too penalizing is we know that these players know how to game the system. And if you're in a tight drive towards the end of the game, quarterbacks know that they can throw the ball up and that receivers know that they can stop on a dime and just get clobbered by a defensive back and then boom, there's 30 yards right there. It's it's not a it's not a fair penalty. If you want to keep it the way that it is, if then make it be a 15-yard penalty. There's no reason it should be unlimited penalty yards. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far as saying all calls got to be reviewed because it's going to it's going to no, not not all calls reviewed. I'm saying all calls reviewable. Yeah, it's gonna that's tough. And in fact, texture writes in you can't review all calls in football. That's ridiculous. I think it's a little too far. Another texture writes in. So should we let AI call the game? Humans aren't perfect. I'm not asking for perfection. I'm just asking for for the humans that are calling the game be better. This is it's not a matter of I'm being you know, literal that I want every call to be right. I just can't have this many calls be wrong. The officiating wasn't this bad five years ago. The This season and last season are outliers. This is pretty ridiculous. I, you know, shameless, I guess, plug or, you know, whatever, my, pad my resume a little bit. I work at NFL Radio with Sirius XM. I know it's a direct competitor to us because it's another station. But one of the per- little pros that I have of working on NFL radio is that I get to talk to former players, executives all the time. In fact, uh, I just spoke to Bill Polian, a Hall of Fame executive, uh, who had weighed in on the Frank Reich uh, firing. Um, this week we had him on uh, their midday show. Uh, we had the sound here. I'm not going to call for it now, but you know I get to talk to these people, so I feel smarter after doing so. One of my favorite tandems to work with is Jim Miller and Pat Kerwin. These guys breathe football night in, day in, day out, as my dog tends to agree. They are comp- always complaining about how bad the officiating is. This is a former quarterback and a former scout, coach, executive in the front office. These are guys that see the game much differently than I do. They're complaining about how bad the officiating is. So I don't think I'm off base to ask for accountability and for these guys to get better. Uh, Texter writes in, what about SC's running back being allowed to play after he was wobbly on that hit? Should schools be severely punished for that? Hell, you, you saw what the NFL did to the Dolphins. You got to have independent neurologists, uh, you know, take a look at these kids. Uh, I, I think in the college level for sure, you know, there's there's always so much danger when it comes to playing football. And, you know, listen, these these kids, these young men, they sign up for risk. We all know what football is. It's a full contact sport. So, you know, unless we're playing flag football, hits are going to happen. Uh, but you want to take care of it as much as you can in terms of saving them from themselves. Players are always going to want to play. Uh, so I would agree with that texture there that I certainly would take a look at, um, you know, bringing in someone, a third party, someone not affiliated with the team. Check out these, like what the NFL is trying to do. They still get it wrong. Player looks concussed. They get go in for the next play. It's, it's an odd thing, but hopefully – both on the college and pro level levels will get better with that. Uh, now, Diesel, I wanted to talk about this because one of the texts as we were going to our commercial break was, get this bum off the air. Steve Smith is 100% a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Well, you know what? You jerk. You actually might be right. My bad. <laughs> I didn't realize how gaudy 
Steve Smith's numbers are. I'm looking at his career. I'm looking at his career numbers in receiving yards. Diesel. He's eighth right now in receiving eighth. with almost fifteen thousand yards. If so, Steve uh, Smith is not a bad. Hall of Fame wide receiver, <laughs> he is a Hall of Fame trash talker. With the way he mic dropped oh, yeah. on Jerry Judy a couple of weeks ago. Oh, listen, he he's a Hall of Fame scrapper, man. Because I see him get into a fight with dudes that are that would easily body him. But I like that. That's he's a dog. He's got that dog in him. Uh, but no, I, seriously, I'm looking at Steve Smith's numbers. I didn't think they were that good. Like at the eye test, I never was afraid of Steve Smith. But yeah, his accolades speak for himself. Touchdowns weren't there, but he also played on some bad teams. He only had 81 touchdowns. And just by the way, uh, for those of you who are Hornets fans. Looks like Lamelo Ball uh, is going to miss a couple of weeks due to an ankle injury. So, a uh, uh, little uh, news from ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski: uh, Lamelo Ball expected to miss a couple of weeks for ankle injury. So, if you are a Hornets fan or if you play fantasy basketball like I do, adjust accordingly. You're going to be without the star uh, for the next for foreseeable future. But uh, looking at some of Steve Smith's numbers and accolades here, Diesel, he was a five-time Pro Bowler. Ah, uh, uh, he was a comeback player of the year in 2005. It was all pro in 2005 and 2001. Second team all pro in 08. He was the co-leader in receptions in 2005. So obviously that was his best year. Uh, led the league in yardage that year. Uh, touchdowns co-leader as well. So really good season in 05. He's obviously in the Panthers Hall of Honor. Uh, but his overall statistics, yeah, yeah. Look like yeah, he could be a Hall of Famer. Now I don't think he'll be a first ballot, you know, because I I'm not going to be uh, completely hypocritical and say that you know my my eyes have failed me. Um, I, I never at one point looked at him and thought he was a Hall of Famer, but you know his numbers say otherwise. Uh, so you know, probably a second ballot. But there you go. Uh, you are you are vindicated for calling me a bum, but I will not get off the air. I have the mic. You can't kick me off. Uh, Texter writes in. Hey, no disrespect to you, but this text line is ruthless, clearly, and keep it coming. Uh, Texter writes, and Diesel is right. You don't have to, but every call should be able to be reviewable. That way they can clean up egregious missed calls. Uh, Texter writes in, y'all crushing it, dogs. Thank you, friend. I appreciate that. Uh, Diesel, I'll continue to get to these texts here in a little bit, but I wanted to give you a little bit of floor here because uh, you asked Jake J-Boy Crane an interesting question. Uh, and if you could have one change to make the uh, yeah. college football game better. What's that change? Uh, I wanted to cede my time to you, sir. What would that change be for you? Yeah, it's a very simple one. What's the narrative that we all hear right now around bowl season? It's that bowls don't matter. Well, but I think, I think that's a ludicrous statement from a lot of people saying bowls don't matter. I think you're playing teams that you don't really care about, and there are ways to fix that. There are ways to fix that. What is what is uh, what we love most about co uh, college football? It's rivalry. What makes rivalry? It's proximity. It's seeing fans of the of your uh, opponents every week at work, every day at work at the water coolers. You see them flying their flags up and down Woodruff Road. So I want to make bowl games have the flexibility and really the charge to schedule the kinds of matchups that. These teams won't play in the regular season for whatever reason that will breed that proximity and rivalry. For example, I think the Music City Bowl should have the ability, assuming both teams are of quality and caliber that season,
to be able to schedule a Memphis and a Tennessee. If Memphis and Tennessee won't play each other, excuse me, if if Tennessee won't play Memphis over the years, make them play. Make them play. I think that would be fantastic. Are you telling me that Memphis versus Tennessee wouldn't have real rivalry implications in the state of Tennessee? Now, I know that somebody from Colorado might not give a rip about Memphis versus Tennessee, but you weren't going to watch a Tennessee bowl game anyway if you're from the state of Colorado. You don't care about Tennessee anyway. So why not bring this thing back to what made college football special and watchable and contentious in the first place? Regionality. Make bowl games regional again by eliminating the automatic tie-ins that force these these bowl games to bring in teams from certain conferences that may have really weird matchups. Like, you know, we joked about, oh, man, Florida versus Washington State. Isn't that going to be a great game attended by dozens of people? Like, we don't need those types of matchups. But if we could get a Florida versus Georgia Southern, again, assuming that they're, they're good schools, Florida won't play Georgia Southern anymore after Georgia Southern whooped their ass in the regular season a couple of years ago. I mean, make these teams play. They're from they're from the same region. They have uh, shared geographic footprints. Make these teams play that otherwise won't play each other in the regular season and make bowl games great that way. Ask James Madison and Jacksonville State if bowl games don't matter. Bowl so hard, mother flowers better find me. Yeah, I almost had to censor that real quick because uh, I, I know the real lyric to that song, Diesel, and I was afraid we're all about to get fired. Uh, Joey wants to name the, wants me to name the last two wide receivers that won the Triple Crown in receiving the last 20 years. He'll wait. Well, Joey, you continue to wait. And you waited. Here are the receivers in the last 20 years that won the Triple Crown. Cooper Cup. And, yes, Steve Smith. I fell on my sword already. What more do you want? I will not give you blood. First of all, this is a radio program. You're not going to see it anyway, so you're probably not going to believe me. But I'll give Steve Smith his flowers. Still not a first ballot Hall of Famer. I'll let him in a second time. Diesel, if I could, I'd go one step further uh, in getting rid of the automatic tie-ins for bowl games. I'd destroy all the conferences. If I could just take a sledgehammer to all, all the conferences of realignment, I would. I'd put everything back into regional, you know, grouping here. No way in hell should Rutgers be traveling to Oregon to play a conference game on in a regular season. That should not happen. Let's get back to what made college football fun again. You talked about it. You hit the nail on the head. It's rivalries. It's seeing someone that goes to the same supermarket as you, the same church, the same school in different gear, and you want to talk crap. You just want to, you want to talk, you want to have bragging rights for the year. That's what makes college football epic. And college realignment with these conferences, these super conferences, has just destroyed all of that. Uh, Texter writes in, he uh, agreeing with you, Diesel. I like the regional matchup for bowl games. I, I, I think that would make both people care about it because. Why would I want to? Why would I want to watch the? I don't know the 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 Direct TV Bowl with Oregon State and Clemson outside of being a Tigers or an Oregon State fan. Like what? What's the incentive for me to watch that game? There's no natural rival there. 
DJ Uyunglele aside. So you have to find something other than just brand appeal in order to make me care about these games. Uh, I, I want to see natural rivalries get back into the swing of things. Uh, let's take a break. We'll continue with more of your text here because this is your show. It's not my show. It's not Diesel's. It's not Mark Ryan's, even though he wants it to be. Yeah, his name is on it. Who cares? It's Diesel. It's Carlos with a K. We're offsides. You're listening to the Fan Upstate. More of your text when we get back on the other side. Welcome to Offsides. It's Carlos with a K filling in for Mark Ryan. Mark is on holiday. So you got me, you got Diesel, we got you for the next uh, 35 minute plus because programming note, Furman basketball will take over pregames at 6.30. Furman uh, will be visited by South Carolina State. The Bulldogs, what an original name that is. Uh, Tip-off will be at 7 o'clock, so full coverage here in the Phantom State. Uh, so you don't want to sign off uh, anywhere else and just stick it here. Uh, take, listen to your Paladins take on the Bulldogs. Um, I would definitely take a Paladin in full, heavy, shiny knight armor over a dog that can't pick its head up. So I'll tell you which way I'm leaning on that game. Uh, Texer writes in, and if you want to jump in the conversation... Uh, do so pretty quickly because we are actually signing off pretty fast. And uh, we will have uh, Don Munson, the broadcaster, uh, br I'm sorry, the director of broadcasting for Clemson Athletics on the other side of the hour. So at 6 o'clock, uh, we'll have that interview uh, there, followed by the best thing that we've heard all day. So get your text in as soon as you can on the carpro.com text line 71307, keyword fan, followed by your message. Of course, if you want to sneak in a phone call, I'll take it. 844 fan phone 326 3663. Uh, but Joey uh, asked me, what's my email? Uh, he's got a college football ranking system that he'd like my input on. Joey, I'd be happy to take a look at that. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, it's Carlos with a K, C-A-R-L-O-S with a K. Uh, let me know that you're Joey, uh, and you know I'll be in touch with you then. Um, and we could take a look at that ranking system that uh, you want some input on. So I appreciate you uh, looking out there. Uh, get into some of these text lines here. Uh, let's see here. I asked earlier if you had one athlete and one athlete only, who would you want to have dinner with for whatever reason? Who would that be? Texter writes in, uh, Shaquille O'Neal. I think he'd be fun to be around and I probably learned some life lessons. And that's Trey. Trey, thanks for checking in, man. Uh, I wanted to change mine, but you wouldn't let me now that I've already made my case. Well, I mean... I think you need to be ridiculed for choosing Tom Brady in the first place. But if I were I, to let I, you I genuinely that, thought he would be an interesting person to sit down and talk to. Again, this would be your brunch date with Tom Brady. Because <laughs> he's got to be at home and in bed by 630? It'd be, oh, it's got to be avocado <laughs> toast. Your dessert is avocado ice cream. Texter wrote in. Let me see if I could find that because it was pretty funny. But uh, Texter wrote in, you'd have avocado tequila. That doesn't sound Brady. half bad, to be honest. Yeah, but uh, that's that's all following the TB12 method. Uh, I got to go find that because it made me laugh, and it was pretty funny. No, I wanted to change. If if you would allow me to change mine, whether you will or not, that's fine. Uh, but I at least want to say it out loud. Charles sure. Barkley. I'm going to change mine to Charles Barkley. I think he'd be much, much more entertaining to spend time with. The Barkster. Why, uh, just, just that? Just the entertainment level? Yeah, he's entertaining, and, and their show inside the NBA. I don't even like the NBA. 
I don't watch the NBA. I can't tell you the last time I've watched an NBA game start to finish. It might have been it might not be in this past decade. Um but but his their bit, the way they interact with each other on inside the NBA and the way Charles Barkley pulls no punches and rips into everyone, I got to spend time with that guy. Now listen, Ernie, I don't care how much they pay me. You're not going to force me to have dinner with Diesel. That guy is an absolute joke. That's have you ever heard him on that silly. show? That's silly and stupid. <laughs> My person's not that far <laughs> off. Well, give me yours again. <laughs> it's like, you're, Ernie, you're not going to. Yeah, uh, no, see, now I lost it. I went too Southern draw now, there, too old man-ish. Now, Ernie, let me tell you something. There you go. I like that. That's asinine and silly. Asinine, silly, and stupid. Asinine, silly, stupid. I can't nail it. I felt like I nailed it the first time. I definitely, I definitely am overthinking it now. Uh, we talked earlier about uh, what South Carolina needs to do. Like, what is their end game here? Because uh, obviously, if it's me and I'm running a program, if I'm rooting on a team, national championship, that's the end-all, be-all for me, but it's not realistic. You know, you have to make incremental improvements. You have to get to a level of success before you can start contending with the big dogs for for a natty, for a chip, whatever the kids want to call it. Uh, so Texter writes in, uh, Carolina, uh, South Carolina played nobody in November. That's because they went in that stretch 3-1 where the defense uh, seemed to get back at it right. Um, they would have to expand the field to 64 for SC to get in, and even then they'd be the play-in team. Ouch. Diesel, that's rough. Just go straight up March Madness and you still got to play your way in? That's brutal. Uh, let's go out to the line here. Uh, we are joined by Bill Lever, a.k.a. In. Kevin, on the phone. What's up, Bill Lever? What's that, Carla? What's going on? What's going on, buddy? You got, you got about 60 seconds here. What's on your mind, buddy? Hey, my athlete would be Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly, why Jim Kelly? Jim Kelly, I, I bet he know where the best wings are in Buffalo. <laughs> you know what? That's a fair point, Bill Lever, and, and, and thanks for the call. I mean, I mean, Bill Lever, if you're going to go with a Bill's great to have an entertaining dinner with, why don't you have how you have dinner with O.J. Simpson? Hi-oh. <laughs> I mean, I, don't you want to ask? Don't you want to ask? <laughs> Did you do it? <laughs> just, yeah, just, I won't tell nobody. There was a we we had an interview. Me and you. Yeah, we had an interview clip with uh, I don't think it was Olbermann. Um, I, I think it was uh, it was one of those old ESPN um, Sports Center guys said he had the weirdest interaction with OJ Simpson. They were sitting down. I think it was Dan Patrick said they were sitting down in an interview, and OJ leaned over to him and asked him, "Do you think I did it?" <laughs> what? I, I- I, that'd be the only question I'd have for him. I, I would, it wouldn't be a dinner. Let's just go get cold stone. Just make it real quick. I, w- I want to be able to go back in my own car before you kill me. Uh, Joey, I got your message here. I'll reach out to you on Twitter. I don't know why you can't find me. But again, if you want to follow me, C-A-R-L-O-S-W-I-T-H-A-K. Follow me on Twitter or Instagram, and I will get to your messages. And that's for everybody here. Texture writes in Miguel Cabrera. That's interesting. Uh, would be their dinner date. Uh, let's take a quick break. On the other side, we'll be joined by the director of broadcasting for the Clemson Athletic Program. Go Tigers. Our conversation with Diesel Carlson K with Don Munson on the other side. And then at following, 
the best thing we've heard all day. I'm Carlos. He's Diesel. You're the Upstate. We're off sides. We'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.